previously on Woman to Woman. Because uh, God has the bright person out there for you. And it's yeah. not necessarily one person. Because, mm-hmm. yep. you know, people, they have, they have a choice too. And uh, sometimes we get our, as a single woman, you, you can get yourself in trouble by being willing to move too fast. And sometimes that list you got is not right. who right. you need. And God, God knows so much better than we know. Yeah. And, and has so much better than we could ever. I mean, that's Ephesians 3.20, right? What yeah. God has for us is more than we could ever yeah. imagine. Yeah. If you know that that is true, then yeah. you have to know that a, a Cupid from God is way better than you can do on your own. That yeah. whatever man you can find on your own, the, the man God has for you is so much better. Let's talk. Talk about it. Woman to woman. Yo, let's go. Talk about it. Talk about everything. Woman to woman. Yo, woman to woman. Let's talk. Yeah, that's right. The other thing is that you know, you just have to, again, you you really have to trust God. Um, you know, I was talking about your list. If you don't match up with that list, then take it off the list. <laughs> take it off. It's because unless you're willing to do what you need to do to match that list, you know, mm-hmm. um, stop treating God like Santa Claus. Yes, the magic wand. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, you, you can't treat him yeah. like Santa Claus. So there are, you know, as far as God is concerned, he needs to be born again. He needs to believe like you. And he needs to have put his trust in God like you have your trust in God. So if yeah. you're not there, you're not ready. You know, sometimes God has that man in the background, but you won't do what you need to do to get yourself together. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, what makes you think that he, this man wants a woman who hasn't gotten himself together when you don't want a man who hasn't got himself together. Yeah. You know, and that's how our lists are sometimes. It's, our lists are so much so that we want, and we can say all the things that we want in a man, but like you said, we're not, we don't meet that level. Mm-hmm. We don't take care of ourselves. And, and not pursuing it, right? Yeah. Like, he's got to have a six-pack and work out in, in your, as you eat your chips or whatever, like, <laughs> not doing any of it. So, yeah. 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 And I, I think there are non-negotiables, as you said, right? Salvation. Yes. Let's start there. Like, right. let's start. To me, I knew I didn't get married until I was almost 30. But because I, what I knew I needed, well, number one, I knew I needed to learn. Because I didn't grow up in a faith home. So what I was so grateful about Pastor Cindy and her husband is when I started tithing, pastors, I didn't know about tithing. Mm -hmm. When I read it in the Bible about this covenant with God, I mean, I was like, I'm in. Like, let's do this. I was a server at a restaurant, 20 years old, not making any money. But let me tell you, 10% of that cash was I planted myself in that church because I knew that is where God is going to change my heart. Yes. That is where I'm going to learn how to be the person that I need to be. And so when I, I call it my tithing prayer, I prayed, God, Pastor Scott did a message. He was saying, challenge God. If you don't believe in tithing, you challenge God. And God's not afraid, right, of your fears. Yeah. He's got you. <laughs> so I said, God, you know I, money is not what I need. 
I didn't have money, but I, I knew I could figure out the money part. I could work more, I yeah. could get another job, whatever. What I couldn't control are the, the internal stuff, right? Mm -hmm. That I was dealing with. So I said, God, I, I don't need money. You know the desires of my heart and I'm gonna give you this 10% and what I need is relationships. I need women that will come into my life and show me how to do this because I got not, I wasn't raised that way. And there was a lot I didn't know. Yeah. And when I tell you that exceeding abundant above everything I could imagine, yeah. it began the journey of seeing the faithfulness of God when he brought pastor Cindy and the women in this church. I mean, I had to show up. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I had to do my part. Right. But yeah. just to allow me access to see into their world, this is what marriage looks like. This is what parenting looks like. Yeah. It's the little things. When, when Pastor Cindy would be speaking at a conference, come, you're going to travel with me. Well, let's go to the mall. I'm going to show you how to get a good, get a good deal on these shoes because I got to mm -hmm. get shoes for the car, whatever. Allowed me access to see yeah. how to do this life, right? Yes. It's very simple, the simple thing. Mm -hmm. which in turn, so in that house to all that to say what I knew. Okay. So now when I'm looking for a man, here are the things that are non-negotiable. He has to be a tither all by himself. Yes. I'm not trying to pull a marriage forcing, right? Finances are a big deal. That has to be a done yeah. Yeah. salvation. Got to have it in the bank tithing. Other stuff kind of comes with time. Yeah. You think your husband isn't what you, it's like seed form, right? Over time, as you are in this marriage and you're learning each other, there's yeah. like everybody, I grew a lot, my husband grew a lot, but what we never struggled with was mm -hmm. church, serving and tithing. Yeah. And now today having two young babies and the busyness of life and all the craziness, the things we never, we know are solid, our church, <laughs> tithing and serving. Yep. non-negotiables everything else i feel like take it off your list you know what i mean yeah take now, it off your list yeah. it doesn't belong yeah. there uh and i i feel led to say at this point that if you are married to a man who doesn't believe in tithing you just tithe on the allowance he gives you, mm -hmm. you start there tithe on the mm -hmm. allowance that he gives you and um, um and turn him over to god let God deal with him because you, there's nothing you can say or do that's going to make him want to tithe. But your yep. lifestyle, Bible tells us in 1 Peter chapter 3, is your lifestyle that can change him. Yeah. You loving him and admiring him, respecting him, even when he don't obey the word of God. Yeah. And your lifestyle can do it. So you start there. You tithe. You show your faithfulness by tithing from your allowance. Well, it's mm -hmm. not enough. It don't have to be enough. You, I won't have nothing left if I tithe. Well, yes, you will if you can do it on a consistent basis because you will start being yeah. blessed. Yeah, the Bible says your sacrifice is better than yep. your gift. Yep. It has nothing to do with the dollar amount and right. the honor that you continue to give in that relationship. Exactly. It takes one encounter with the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. One encounter to change everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So what, God what, knows what, where we're at. I think yeah. we put we put so many so many boundaries on the power of God, right? Yes. His arm is not too short to reach you exactly where you are, exactly yes. where your husband is. So yeah. Yeah. All he needs is a willing heart. Mm -hmm. 
and he can take it and do whatever whatever needs to be done. Yeah. He will meet your all your needs. And uh, you know, for some people, for some women, when their husband, when your husband sees how you're being blessed, see, you don't have to tell, you don't volunteer information to him about that. <laughs> if he asks you, what's going on? How is this happening to you? Then you tell him. But you do it at the unction of the Holy Ghost. You tell him, well, I've been, I've been uh, tithing off the allowance that you given me, and then don't turn it into a sermon. <laughs> you just answer his question, period. And then yeah. you let him go to God for himself, you know, and uh, examine what he needs to do. Because men don't yeah. like to do what we suggest as women, as their husbands, as so their wives. True. They don't like to do what we... Even know, the basic things. Even the yeah, basic things. So true. It's yep. so true. And I love, love that you said that because I'm the worst, you know, that you like, you're like, I'm going to give it to God. Yeah. But then when you get your opportunity, you're like, give a little slide it, slip in your own, in your own control, especially in your marriage to say whatever. I mean, it can be, you know, passive aggressive is never the way to go. <laughs> no, it's not. Like God deal with your husband, like God deal with your husband. He's got him. And, and if you give God, if you give the Holy Ghost permission, he'll tell you, hush. Yes. <laughs> he'll just tell you, yes. hush your mouth. You have that nothing right. to Close say. Close your mouth. <laughs> and just honor it, right? And yep. it's, it's, those are the things that our husbands get so much value. And it took me time. Trust me, I mm -hmm. have had to learn. <laughs> Yeah. Honor, respect, like that's it. Keeping the yeah. the values in your marriage. And, you know, I work as well. Like I don't stay home. I work, my husband works. So we both are like even, right? However, there is something that femininity and women bring to the relationship. And there's something that masculinity and your, your man brings to the relationship. And we have to keep those where they yeah. belong. Right. We do. And, uh, I also need you as women to understand that, you know, I think we, I hope and I have both got to the point where we're talking to each other. So I have to keep bringing y'all back in. <laughs> We've gotten comfortable uh, where we're, it's just a conversation about us. But as women, we need to understand that. We want to understand, well, why are men like that? They're like that because they were brought up that the man is always the dominant. Whether that's right or wrong, that's what they were brought up. So that's what they're trying to do. And then when you have a man that feels like he has to protect you and all, you know, all the things that come along with that, it just makes it more of a point that I cannot let her tell me what to do because she may not be thinking about protecting herself. Uh, yeah. and, you know, and there's some negative sides to that too, but we don't want to talk about the negative. We just want to talk to the point that you have to realize why men are the way they are. And, um, you know, it's, it's just, they just feel like they're the provider. They're the, um, you know, they're, and the Bible says they're the head of the home. So, um, and when, especially when a man finds that out that he's head of home, it just, it kind of just makes what they grew up with even more so. So, and you want to deal with that, but you can't deal with that. You have to let the Holy Ghost deal with that. Yeah. And make the, and balance it out because it does need to be balanced out, but it be, it, you, not, you have to let the Holy Ghost do that because if we as women try to balance it out, we just mess it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, 
so we, we, you need to stop trying to understand your husband to the point where you're fighting him because you don't understand him. Ask the yeah. Holy Ghost to show it to you. He'll show you. You may not like it, but he'll show you. <laughs> yeah. And he'll just learning you. simple things like what is your husband's love language? Yeah. How does he receive love? And if you yes. are trying to love your husband the way you want to be loved, yeah. it's not going to work because you don't no. know if it's the same, right? Yeah. Yep. Just simple things. If you can learn that, it's like unlocking a key to glory. You can, yep. you'll see, right? As you start to love him the way he receives love and on and loves love, then it's like a whole new revelation. One of the things I learned, you know, my husband used to say that I didn't respect him. And I realized when I went to the Holy Ghost to find out that it was my responsibility to find out what respect needed meant to him. Because what respect means to a man is not the same thing that, or what it means yeah. to a woman. And so, um, and that's why it's good that he, you only have one husband because you have to figure out all these guys. <laughs> uh, you can just, just, all you have to do is, is uh, find out what's important to you your husband mm -hmm. and find out what he thinks respect is. You know, my, my husband, if you talk back, that's not respect as far as he's concerned. So I just have to, you know, my husband jokes about me. I didn't know that you were going to went to the bathroom to pray. Cause I would go, I would just say, I have to go to the bathroom and go pray. Um, and that's what it took for me to do. And then the Holy ghost, you know, I made myself sensitive enough to the Holy ghost. where he could tell me how to respond. Yeah. Um, because, you know, this, look, this is your creation, God. You tell me what to do. Because he tells us that we are to help meet. We are not the person that's supposed to beat our husbands down. That is not our job. We're to help mm -hmm. meet. We're supposed to help build them up, help them to be, be the best man that they can possibly be. And we are doing everything totally opposite. Yeah. Because we want to learned too yeah. early that... When my husband opens up to me and he is telling, whatever, telling me about work, telling me about something, he's not looking for me to fix it. Right. And as women, we are fixers. We are like, you give me something, I'll tell you what to do. We're going to yeah. fix it. We're going to run the world, right? When my husband is not a man of a ton of words, he is steady Eddie and, you know, he's a workhorse. Like he isn't the showboat. He's not the show pony. He's the workhorse. So when he does open it up and he's like talking, I would always find myself being like, well, this is what you need to do. And da -da -da. sometimes they don't, they're not looking for an answer. Right. They're just talking. And when they do give us that, we should just be the encourager. Listen yes. to it. Right. Encourage them. Let them know we have their back. Not always like, this is how you fix it. And right. And even if you do think you can fix it, there's a way to approach it. And mm -hmm. that is, you know, sometimes you can say to your husband, uh, so what do you think would happen if you did such and such? I mean, there was a time in my life where I had to always uh, I had to present it to my husband in a, what I thought he should do in the crazy way. <laughs> that I don't want you to do this. Ah, uh huh. Uh, so, I see what you did yeah. there. <laughs> so, you know, and then somebody went and told them what I was doing. So now I can't do that no more. But I can use it as an example to understand yeah. that if if he does take what you say, he's going to take 
what you tell them not to do. Well, I don't think you should do that. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's what he's going to end up trying to do. Yeah. Um, he needs a, it's his idea. However it's presented, right. it has to be his idea. Yeah, I know she don't like that, so process. I'm doing that. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> it, to get to the stage where you can talk things out and your husband can trust you to de- to help him deal with something without you talking to all your girlfriends about it takes time. Mm-hmm. Because what? Because women, other you know, women can be stupid. You know, if I have a friend and I tell him where I'm dealing with this with my husband, or whatever, and then she goes up in his face to say, "Yeah, I heard you did such and such and such." That's yeah. dumb. You know, that's dumb. And um, you know, why would you get me in trouble? So I learned to keep my mouth shut. You know, yeah. uh, I learned that not only is God the perfect person to go to. He's the only one can do anything about it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I talked to him about it. Now, I joke about a lot of things with my husband, but everybody knows it's a joke. Um, yeah. But uh, to to go out and just, you know, say yeah, things. Yeah, I, I mean, I've only been married seven years, so don't take advice from me. I'm still learning all mm-hmm. the things. But um, I think, too, when you share with your girlfriends, you go home and you and your husband work it out and it's like fine and over with, Yes. but they, they still keep it. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And then all, and then they look at your husband like, Hmm, well, you know, he did da, 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 da. And you're like, what? Like that was long ago. So yep. even when you're sharing with your family, right. your parents, whoever, sometimes it's better. You keep it in the intimacy of your relationship because yes. you work it out and it's, you know, long gone. Other people hold on to it and remember it. And then it's like a whole nother thing. Yeah. Yep. It is. So it's, it's, you know, a lot of people, a lot of women don't understand that things between you and, their, and your husband should stay between you and your husband. Only other person that should know it about it is God or a counselor. Yeah. Um, but it shouldn't be, um, it shouldn't be just floating out there for anybody to bring up back up to his, you know, mm-hmm. uh, his attention. Because sometimes the, re- the relationship between a couple is going perfect. And then all of a sudden somebody says something stupid and he just totally goes back to the way he used to be. Yeah. And because of somebody saying something. Um, yeah. Or it causes more hurt because then he yes. feels like. Yep. you're talking badly about him or, you know what I mean? Right. There's not trust between this. It should be your most trusted relationship yep. in your life. Yes. That, that trust is lost because yep. then they feel like I can't, then they will stop opening up to you the way you want them to, because yes. they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know where else it's going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and those are things that, you know, I, I've seen couples that, you know, their first year of marriage is really, you know, and uh, it's really just questionable about whether or not they're going to make it. And um, a lot of times because you haven't discussed the issues you need to be discussing. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of times in, in, in dating, people don't talk about what they need to be talking about. And then when they get married, they're so uh, into this married life that they don't have time to talk about it because they're trying to make it work. And, um, you know, you don't ha- if you don't have enough information on a per- person's background, yeah, then you're going to be walking all over their background. Whew. 
you got a rough road ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, you do. When you're, when you're dating, I mean, my husband's amazing, but when we were dating, he thought I hung the moon in the sky <laughs> as it should be. <laughs> so when you're dating, it's the best it's going to be, yeah. right? You're trying to impress each other. And so life is hard, man. Yeah. And when you, when you get married, it's not that it goes downhill, but you get, I mean, it's just so much more. Yeah. We have kids and jobs and money and all the things that you have. If you, if it's rocky during dating, yeah. You need to check it out a little bit, a little bit yeah. more before you make that life commitment. Then there's a, the, what I'm about to say is uh, going to be really hard for a lot of people. But when, when you get married, there will many, be many more challenges than when you were uh, dating. So if you don't handle it in a dating process, it's doubled. Mm-hmm. Now, that don't mean it's not going to work. That just yeah. means it's going to be more challenging and you have to realize that you have to deal with problems. <laughs> so basically what we're saying is, you know, in the, in the dating relationship and in the marriage relationship, we need to talk to things, talk, especially in a dating relationship, you need to talk about things that are important to you and not wait till you're married to do it. Because then you can make a real honest decision about what you need to do. And, um, you know, it's, you got enough challenges in marriage than to invent more. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so, yeah. And if you're already married, I think it would benefit just an honest conversation. Yes. You know, not, I, I know, especially early in my marriage, I, I would try to read my husband's mind. Yeah. He's a pretty simple guy. Most yeah. men are, you know what I yeah. mean? But I would be so mad. I mean, this is, you know, a more simple uh, example, but I would be so mad because I'm like, why isn't he taking the trash out? Yeah. He sees that it is full. Doesn't he know all the things that I have to do when it would just be as simple as like, hey, hon, could you take the trash out today yeah. or what? He doesn't mind. Of yeah. course, he'll take the trash out. But so I think sometimes if you got married and now you're yeah. in this place and you're like, Okay, so what now? An honest conversation can probably take you a lot farther than yeah. um, trying to figure it out, you know, through brainwaves. Right. And, you know, the fact that you brought that up about the trash is, you know, the other thing where you could do it is tell him, uh, uh, honey, excuse me for a minute, I'm going to take the trash out. And he'll get up. But did, what I want to um, say, if you're not married and you're dating, and say, I'm gonna take, I need to take the trash out and see what he does. If he mm -hmm. doesn't move or say anything, then if that's really important to you that the man don't yeah. do, do that, then you need to rethink whether he's the right person. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's simple ways to find out. Yeah. You know, when we were dating, uh, when Jason and I were dating, I'm from the South, I grew up in, in mm -hmm. East Texas small town jason's from chicago so yeah. different family backgrounds I mean, different culture mm -hmm. different everything so we started dating we were both in florida at southeastern and we were going to the mall together mm -hmm. uh, in tampa it's about an hour away it started to rain so we had to stop and get gas i was driving in my head i grew up in the south he should get out and pump that gas mm -hmm. right he, he grew up in a house of boys. He has no sisters. He, he grew up yeah. like, it just is different right. in Chicago. So 
I'm mad. I'm, I get out. I'm pumping the gas. I'm like, he didn't even offer. He didn't even, you know, when really it's just different, different yeah. calls. Like he just never crossed his mind. So, however, I held that. I didn't just say, Hey, could you help me? Or mm-hmm. what do you think about that? Or anything? I was just so mad. You know what I mean? So yeah. sometimes it's unintentional. Most of the time, I feel like 90%, 99% of our arguments today are miscommunication. Yeah. Yeah. Rarely the person that loves you committed to you in marriage, right? You made vows together. Rarely are they like, ha ha, I'm going to get her Yeah. <laughs> today. I'm going to get, you know what I mean? It's just unintentional. So sometimes just having those clear conversations makes a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. The men do not. And nowadays men are very slow to do things because of women feeling like I don't need a man. I can do it all by myself. And women, there are women to take it as an insult if a man tries to do something for them. So you need to be aware of that, too. And that's why you have to talk things out. You have to let them know how you expect to be treated and give him the ability or the time to tell you how he expects to be treated. Uh, Because it's, you know, it's not automatic because of the way we were grown, we we were brought up. Everything is not automatic. He doesn't know what you necessarily know. He doesn't know what's important to you. And you may not know what's important to him unless you talk about it and not relate it based on somebody else you had known before. Yeah, and then when they do it, right? Give them the the praise, the praise that they did those things. It sounds like, like, you know, train your marriage in the way that you want it to be. So when you see that good thing, I feel like often, I, I got married, I was almost 30. So I did a lot of things by myself. I right. moved away from home. My father wasn't nearby. So if I needed to change the light bulb, you know, one person is going to change the light bulb. However, I had this like fierce independence, which isn't always healthy. Yeah. Especially when you go into a marriage, obviously in my heart, I wanted a man that could take care of me and do all these things. But then I found myself when he would do it being like, Mm-mm, I got this, you know, I'm strong and I'm whatever. Yeah. That's not, it's, it's not healthy in a marriage. And also when you know, you want the trash to be taken out or whatever it might be and they do it. Yeah. Reinforce that Reinforced. behavior, yeah. right? It yep. makes it strengthens your marriage and your right. and relationship, and makes him feel like I'm the man. Yeah, I'm don't make take sure it for granted. Taken out. <laughs> don't take it for granted. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When you do that, you take it for granted. We, you have to learn how to say thank you behind those things. Well, mm-hmm. honey, I appreciated the fact that you took that garbage out. You know, and even if they look at it as their job. You still, you, you know, when you cook dinner, you appreciate him saying that was really yeah. good. You know, he don't yeah. have to say it. You know, the fact that he ate it tells you that was good. <laughs> but uh, that's reinforcement. That's positive reinforcement. Hope mm-hmm. We are at the end of our time. We are Thank at you so much. seconds. This Thank you fun. so much. It was. Thank you so much for your input, your wisdom, and just showing the ladies that you can do it. You know, that you're strong enough to do what God told you to do. 
Yeah, it doesn't go without hard work and a yep. lot of messing up. So please know that there's God's grace all interweaved yep. in there. And, and these every woman watching this is so blessed to have the show and have you at the helm of it. So thank you for having me and, and continue to do it because I'm really enjoying watching them. Okay. God bless you. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. questions you've had about dating, marriage, and friendships have gone unanswered, this book will put these questions to rest and put you on solid ground in your interpersonal relationships. Do you want to learn how to navigate successfully through life's changing seasons with its crossroads and uncharted waters? Find the information you need for a happy journey in establishing godly relationships through marriage and family. Order your copy today.